What's going on, man? <laughs> I'm the funniest shit. I mistyped one of your number, like a number in your phone number, and I FaceTimed this guy and he answered and he was shirtless with shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, are you not Stefan? <laughs> oh shit, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> That's tough, bro. Oh my yeah, god. You're lucky you didn't get into some other shit. Though. What a way to start it off. <laughs> Holy cow. Today we welcome on our highly anticipated guest, David Prince. You might know him from Twitter. He's a huge Bears guy. David, how are followers. you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Good to have you, man. All right, so let's let's talk about your show a little bit. Yeah, um, so we have uh, my new podcast, uh, Six Point Radio, is coming out September 2nd. Um, so in a couple days, I have my co-host, John um, who actually works for Barstool, Barstool Chicago. He's the social media guy, so all those tweets on there, all the creative stuff, um, he handles that. So I'm happy to have him on. Hell yeah. Um, we're going to have, uh, when is this show dropping? Hopefully by tomorrow or Monday. Okay. Yes. Well, so we have a special guest uh, for the first episode, Olin Cruz. Woo! Um, on there. Let's so go. We talked, we talked Eddie Pinero, Mitch. He gave a stat line prediction, um, all that good stuff. So it's going to be a really good show. Um, we're excited, um, you know, the bear season's finally here, so we're just ready to, to finally get it started, so. Hell yeah, man, that's a good poll. First guess, Olin Krutz, are you kidding me? Yeah, like, yeah. He's fucking hilarious, man. He's, he's <laughs> dude, that's he's great. cool as hell, dude. Yeah, that's awesome for you guys. That's crazy. Yeah. I wanted to ask you this, David. So, you took another David, third round in our fantasy draft, David Montgomery, man. Uh, are we riding <laughs> that boy this whole year? Is he gonna get 250 <laughs> touches or what? What's going on, man? Dude, I... I fucking freaked. I don't know. I was, I was like, it was the third pick, and I was, I don't know. I really like Dave Montgomery. I'm hoping he gets a ton of snaps. Otherwise, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they split it with Cohen and Montgomery, um, I think I'll be okay. But if they get Mike Davis uh, in there as well, which I'm sure, I just hopefully he gets enough snaps. Uh, but I, I'm really high on him. And in our interview with yeah. Olin, he's extremely high on him as well. Um, so I think uh, I think it was a good I think it was a good draft. We'll see. It may pay yeah. off. It, I may it may not. So well. It sounds like it sounds like everybody out of out of Bears camp is saying, you know, I love everybody's saying they love Montgomery here and there. You know, Nagy's been saying it, OC's been saying it. You know, it sounds like they're really. It sounds like he could be the three down back like long term, but we'll have yeah. to see what the, we'll have to see what the first year holds for him. But I like him the third man. No, I don't hate yeah. it either. Yeah, gotta shoot your shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How about us? I'm pissed I did get Mitch, but... Hey, yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> I, just, I was just going to bring it up. Thanks for setting me oh, up, God, man. Did someone get Mitch on this pod? Yes, oh, sir. We did. Yeah. We're the collective oh, team. Oh, you guys did. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know we, how we're rocking, baby. I mean, he was there in, what was it, ninth, 10th round? Yeah, that was 11th, 11th round? Like, yeah. come on, man. Like, Disrespect. I'll, yeah, I'll take that all day, bro. <laughs> take MVP runner-up. Yeah, I'll take runner-up all day, man. That's fine with me. But, yeah, man, I don't know. That draft went a lot different than I thought because, like, I thought, like, just from the way the DMs were going on Twitter, like, everybody's like, bro, I'm taking Mitch Trubisky's second round. And I was like, oh, I mean, fuck, dude. Like, this actually could happen. And then, like, I don't know. We got on Johnson with our third pick, which 
I don't know, being in the middle of the draft this year really stinks just because waiting 9 and 11 picks to come up every single time stinks. I'd rather get two and then wait 17 picks. I don't know. Yeah. But carry on Johnson, I don't know. I don't think he's too bad. But still. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I, we're, we were happy with it. Yeah. I was, I was ninth, so, I mean, it was, it was all right. That's what I'm rocking with tonight. I got, we got another draft tonight. Like all of our friends are in a league. We got ten man league, and I got the nine Ooh. pick, and I'm fucking pumped. Nine is kind of yeah. nice because you get you get two picks in a row, basically. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. wraparound. What does your team end up looking like, David? Um, not too bad. I got Baker, Odell, um, Tyreek Hill. Um, I got. I picked the Cowboys defense. I think they're going to be freaking ridiculous. Hell yeah! Um, yeah, they so, got like a lot of studs. I got the kicker for the Saints, Lutz. I think his name. Yeah. Big yeah. leg. Um, best kicker in the league, in my opinion. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. But I think he's really, he's really good. Yeah. He's really good. Um, I agree with that. I can't remember everyone else, uh, but we got I'm some happy. Guess. Yeah, that's so, Actually, let me get here. Oh, I got Zach Ertz. Ooh. Uh, okay. Uh, Philly. Uh, Cohen. Mike Williams from the Chargers. Carson Ooh. Wentz is my backup quarterback. Obviously, I took my man, Anthony Miller. Oh, yeah. Um, Love it. And then I got the Patriots defense, and then that rookie tight end from Detroit. TJ, uh, I know they're in the same division. TJ yeah, Hawkinson. Yep, yep. Brett, Brett was just raving about him the other day to me. Yeah, I'm big on he, that guy. They, the reason why I picked him is because Detroit really doesn't have that many weapons, so he's going to be utilized a ton. So right. Matthew Stafford, so I think he can rack up some points. We'll see. So a lot yeah. of risk, but we'll like I said, we'll see. I love Stafford's been throwing the ball like 50 times a game in the past, but now with now with uh, carry on back there, maybe you know we'll yeah. see how if It'll there's change. more balance. Yeah, I like carry on. Me good, too, dude. Carry on, carry on. Yeah, carry on, carry on. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I'm real excited to start this league and just take all your guys' money, man. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> oh, dude. It'll be cool, man. I never win. I usually get like third, three, third. I think like. Top three, maybe top five. We'll see. Nope. You got any rings? No rings? Never, man. I kicked wow. the Bears too much. I, 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 <laughs> this year I went with the Cohen and Montgomery and I fucked up. And then, like, um, when I, I think it's up at all. I know, but they have the same buy, so it's going to be time yeah, by week. It's going to be tough. Yeah. So, But then I messed up with, because I didn't want to take Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's, it's okay, you know. Um, yeah. he's, a, he's a great player. We'll see. Best but I. <laughs> I honestly didn't even know it was my draft. Like, I think it was the second pick I took him with or whatever. Yeah. And I didn't even know I was up. I heard the clock started ticking like 10 seconds or whatever. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I looked at the second pick. I was like, well, that's a great start. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but we'll see. So. I like Tyreek. I mean, even though he's got all those problems off the field, you know, he's he's yeah. he's going to be the fastest player on the field when he's on it. Yeah. I just don't know if he can keep up the numbers he's been producing, you know. He's, oh, he he's, he's not the tallest player and. And his speed is, is, you know, elite. But we'll see. We'll see how it translates. It yeah. will probably be a good pick. Only time will tell. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But, uh, yeah, let's hop into the Bears, man. I mean, were you leaning towards Elliot Fry or Eddie Pinero towards, like, the start of the preseason? Like, which guy were you leaning towards? I, to be honest, I didn't like – I never liked Elliot Fry. Nothing personal against him. I think it's just his last name. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I never liked Doesn't work. him. Um but he's, like I said, he's a good kicker, um, but Eddie's my guy. We traded him from the Raiders. He has a chip on his shoulder, um, and I think he, he's got he's got a, a giant leg. So, I mean, if, he, if we can just stick with him, and I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be our kicker. Um, confidence is going to be the biggest issue, um, replacing yeah. Cody Parkey, and, and how it's kind of a circus this Bears kicking. 
um, or it's been a circus all off season, so there's been a lot of distractions. I think as he gets his first game against Green Bay, if he can go out there three for three, four for four, get that confidence Hell yeah. um, to start the season, I think that's going to be key. And if mm-hmm. he, like I said, if he starts it off, if he starts off four for four, the confidence that I think we're going to ride that wave throughout the rest of the season. He just needs to have a really good opening uh, day if he's still on the roster. So, which I'm Agreed. pretty sure he will be. Definitely. So, what about you guys? Uh, I personally, I was leading any two. I mean, it wasn't me, the last name for Elliot Fry. It was more the last name for Eddie Pinero. I mean, plus he had already, like, I don't know. We saw him kick for Oakland last year. I mean, he wasn't bad. It was just the fact, like you said, just having the experience. And if he does come in week one, even like nailing, like, I don't know, fuck it, three extra points. Cause Mitch is going to have four touchdowns week one. Mm. I mean, if he just nails those extra <laughs> points, dude, like that's something. It's just, you got to start somewhere. A baby steps, all that matters. Exactly. How big do we... I'm so tired of talking about the kicking situation. But I feel you, bro. Yeah, yeah. we have to. So, I mean, it's to. it's it's our problem. It is the problem. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Well, I, I was reading the article. I think it was like a couple months ago. Said if the Bears' uh, only problem or only roster problem is their kicker, then that's a good problem to have. You yeah, know, exactly. Roster that you know deep and that um, talented. It, it's a good problem to have. But. Yeah. You know what's good? I'm finally starting to hear a little bit of hype from like the like the big time uh, like sports platforms, ESPN, you know, people like that. You're finally hearing a little bit of hype about the Bears. Let's go. They're trying to catch up. They've been talking all this shit. And- <laughs> God, I, I mean, they're just trying to cover their asses, you know, because exactly. I think they're, I think, yeah, we'll see. I'm not going to, I'm going to still, I have a lot of receipts. Um, I'm not going to let anyone slide this year. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Love it. Hell yeah, dude. Same here, man. Love Same to hear that. Nobody slips by. All right, let's get into the defense. How do we feel about Pagano? I mean, I love the guy. I love his aggressive nature on the D-line and with the linebackers. I mean, with Fangio leaving, it hurts. But with Pagano coming in, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Personally, I don't think we missed a step. I think we're going to be just as good, if not better. Yeah, I agree. I love that. Right. Um, I think, so, to address Vic leaving, um, when you when you, when you you asked, like, the, the best offensive minds last year, I think it was McVay, um, the Kansas City Chief, why can't Andy Reid? Yeah. When they asked who's the toughest defensive coordinator to play against, they said Vic Fangio for a reason. He's got he's one of the most brilliant minds when it comes to de- defensive schemes. Yeah. Um, so replacing him is going to be it, it, it sucks. You can't replace him. But Chuck coming in, um, he was a, a great. He's a great defensive mind, um, and he and the biggest factor with Chuck coming in, he has this defense full of talent. He has Roquan Smith, Danny Trevathan, Fuller. Eddie Jackson, the best safety in the league. Back. So it's going to be Back. so easy. All he has to do is just, you know, don't fuck it up. You know, just keep doing. But I think he's going to be a little more aggressive, which I think is going to translate to this defense being even more impactful. You're going to oh, see yeah, a lot exactly. more splash plays this exactly. year. So, like, Roquan Smith, one of the, uh, the preseason snaps uh, that he took was uh, it was a blitz right up the middle. Oh. And you saw his speed. And yeah. Vic, you know, as, as great of a mind uh, that he has, he, he did not blitz last year. And this defense is so fast. They, ha- you know, to u- to not utilize that, um, in my opinion, was was you know disappointing. So I think with Chuck coming in, being more aggressive, being a more aggressive defensive mind, it's going to translate to more splash plays. Which this defense may not keep the same numbers because it's going to be tough. Those numbers were amazing last year. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but the the impact, or I'm sorry, the blitz, the you know the different packages. I think it's going to be a lot different. I think there's like I said, a lot more splash plays. Um, and it's going to be really fun to watch. So 
we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and I think, and I think, on top of all that, like, which is all completely true, he wants to get on the ball even more. The same time, though, like Pagano is the type of head that understands that there's a good thing going in Chicago, and not and and not to you know like come in and just like, hey, I'm going to imply this system. You know, here we go. Like we're doing this. Like he know he has he's smart enough to understand. Like, you know, the talent on the defense, what they had going, and also, like, what's going to make them better. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, something about, like, Chuck Pagano, just, like, it, I don't feel like a drop-off at all, just because he's had so many dogs on his defenses in the past, you know? And, like, he's getting to play with Roquan Smith now and Danny Trevathan, and Danny Trevathan playing on a contract year, which I don't think we're going to sign him back. I mean, that, that'll be a nice chunk of change out of our pockets. Actually, I'll stop right there. What do you think? Do you think we're going to re-sign Danny or no? I love Danny, but yeah, I mean, so we have a lot of guys we have to pay in the next couple of years, and Danny's a veteran. Yeah. Um, so I mean, if he, unless he unless he wants to take a deal, um, a cheap deal to, to stay with the team with Mac and his and his guys, I think he might be you know going elsewhere, especially if he has, if he has a decent year. Um, but he's definitely someone who's expendable. Yeah. I hate to say it, but um, he's definitely expendable. Maybe we'll draft or uh, pick up a veteran, so for cheap. So, but I agree. Yeah, no, and I, I don't know, I just, we have on our cheat sheet right here that uh, Leonard Floyd's going to be an all-pro this year, and I, I'm all for that, man, we need to see oh, wow. it. We, after he got that fucking club off his hand last year, he was making some explosive plays, man, and like, I don't know, towards the second half of the season, I, Leonard Floyd was the one that was making some of the most plays on that D-line. Yeah, I mean, when you play against Khalil Mack, you get overshadowed because he's so damn good. Yeah. yeah. Leonard Floyd, last like last few games of the season last year, um, you know, not the Philly game, but he was explosive. So him yeah. having a whole offseason of being healthy, not having to worry about that club on his hand, like you said, um, yeah. I I don't want to, you know, give a hot take, but I think he's going to be really, really good, especially with, you know, the offensive lines. And the offense is going to have to worry about Hicks, Mack, you know, and all those those guys. Definitely. Um, Nichols. He's just going to have it so easy. Yes, he's really good. <laughs> we saw him in limited – limited snaps last year but when the snaps that he did take you can see he has he's special yes he, he has some really great talent it's a miracle that we got him when we got him and the fact that you know no you know he wasn't well scouted you know he we got him basically out of the rough so you know the fact that he's turned to what he has has been a, a great thing for us and i think we just cut who we just cut today some uh Bullard. The, whoever was in front of him Bullard. yeah exactly been a ton of cuts i can't yeah. keep up yeah, we cut yeah, our boy uh, Clifton Duck too. That hurts to see, but made a few plays oh, in the preseason. Yeah, his legacy yeah. lives on, man. We'll see. Yeah. Practice squad, you know. Yeah, oh, they basically got rid of Bullard because of what they, you know, see in Nichols. So you know, that's another yeah. dog that's you no know, nobody's gonna really be hearing about because of people like you mentioned. You know, Mac, Floyd, Roquan, Eddie, everybody else. Definitely, yeah. everybody. Uh, David, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, obviously, Adrian Amos had the highest PFF grade in a, a very long time last year. I'm pretty sure it was 93 flat. And, I mean, I'm not all in those PFF grades, even though they had DeAndre as the highest rated receiver last year, so I, I stand that. But, I mean, I don't think Amos was the – Eddie Jackson's the best safety on our team, and Amos was so expendable. I mean, I think ha can come in and make some plays for us, especially being that him and Eddie played at Alabama together. They're already boys, you know? Yep. So, I don't know. Do you think there's going to be a little bit of regression from our DBs this year, like from the safety position specifically? Yeah, so Amos and Haha, it's been a debate all offseason. And if, if you just even look at my tweets when it comes to that, that topic, um, I think the biggest issue with Amos going to Green Bay is he doesn't have Eddie Jackson, you know, by his side. Mm-hmm. Eddie Jackson is the best safety in the league, so he covers up a lot. 
um, and he, he lets Amos play freely. You know, yep. and he doesn't have to take uh, as much heat. So I think Amos, he's not the best tackler, uh, no. especially in open field. He, I think one of the worst, the, the last play that Amos, uh, sorry, that was my dog. The last play Amos uh, made uh, that really stuck in my mind was against the Philly game where he had that penalty that um, yeah. it was in like fourth down or whatever and, and that was and then he extended the play the, the Eagles extended the play because of that penalty and ended up scoring and taking the lead and yeah. then card Cody Parkey and, and that so he's not he's not he's not like um, he's not that special in my opinion I agree he's exactly what HaHa Clinton Nix is which is a very very good player who can make plays but they're gonna make mistakes yep. so HaHa is not gonna be perfect he's gonna have issues um, just as much as Amos has issues but like I said one team has a uh, the best defense in the league and one of the best, the best safety in the league. The other team does not. Um, so I think that's why these uh, Amos is a better player, but it's not going to translate the way you know Green Bay think it's going to be. It's going to translate because of the talent around both those defenses. Exactly. So I know I'm probably rambling, but I just don't see how these analytics are you know going to help Green Bay when they don't have the talent that Chicago has. Surrounding uh, Clinton Dick. So that's, that's what I'll leave it at. That was a great point. Yeah, I no, that was that, that was perfectly said. I mean, uh, that's what we've all been saying this whole time. Like, I mean, I don't know. It always felt like he was very expendable, just because, like you said. I mean, we have an All Pro at corner. We have an All Pro at safety already. Like, we don't really need to pay Adrian Amos. How much did he get? Like twelve million, eleven million, uh, something ridiculous. Not too sure. It was something fat. Yeah, you got a chunk of change for sure. Yeah, bro. And, like, I don't know. Losing Bryce Callahan, too, that sucked. That was a gut punch. But, like, I don't know. I've been hearing nothing but great things about Buster Screen. So, like, I don't know. Everything. Is it Screen or Scrine? It's Screen. That's screen. I thought it was Scrine, bro. I'm talking with Owen, and he, did, he doesn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so funny because I was like, I thought it was Scrine. Same. Screen. Man, it's funny. We've been having the same exact debate on this podcast the last ten episodes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, one last point. So you know how when you're in a title window, which the Bears' title window um, is, I think, open or just now starting this year. Their year had a schedule, in my opinion. Last year was they weren't supposed to be there. No. So, but when you're in this title window, you can't pay every single guy. You know, you have to pay the guys that are, you know, elite. So mm-hmm. you got to. Would you rather play Amos right now or keep Eddie Jackson in a couple of years? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, exactly. Matt, you know, we just signed him. You know, this is what you have to think about when it comes to building a roster. And sometimes you're going to let really good players go, but you got to pay your elite guys. Mm-hmm. So, Eddie, you know, he, he's he's amazing. Um, and then Roquan is on a rookie deal still. Yep. So, you gotta, you got to pay these guys in a couple years. So, Pace and company are just thinking ahead. And, you know, it sucks because we let Callahan go as well. Uh, but you got to fill in, um, you know, with, you know, really good players as well. So I think Scrine, uh, Howard Clinton Dix, who is, you know, he's a playmaker. He had more interceptions than Amos last year. You know, so... And People forget. As well. so, um, anyways, I'm going to keep rambling about this because it's a hot topic, but we'll go ahead and... Uh, oh, I love it. Fun. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll shoot on by. Also, though, quick quick point. Uh, on top of all that, even though, like, on, to, like, the point of forward thinking, the Bears also have, like, one of the best caps in the league right now. Yeah. Which is awesome. Like, which is surprising, yeah. too. Which is really surprising. I, I woke up, checked Twitter, and I thought that was, like, a hot, you know, you know, that was going around and trending, and I was like, I was like, how? And I was yeah, like, no. And pace, man. So. Exactly. And it goes to show that even though we have that money, he's not too eager to go sign people right now. You know, like, we, yep. there's a nice free agency this past year. We can sit on it and think about, like you said, keeping those core guys. All right, and so you got to think about Trubisky oh, as well. Um, he has a great oh, year this year. 
why not try and extend them early, you know, um, try to get them a little cheaper than, you know, yeah. most quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah, keep that confidence up too. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought up yeah. Mitch because that was my next point. Uh, you see, I, I'm a huge Mitch Trubisky stan. I can't help it. The dude's my dad, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> going from having to rely on Mike Glennon, Jay Cutler, and all that stuff, and the feeling like we actually like have ag- actually having a franchise quarterback, bro. It's like I haven't felt like this in my whole life. Like, I don't know. I'm defending this man's honor on Twitter all the time, and I know you are too, and that's my favorite thing about you, bro, is, like, you'll go to war for Mitch, and that's my favorite yeah. thing. I just so fucked if he has a horrible year, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have to think about that, bro. Let's, no, let's, yeah, yeah. I got that. We even put oh, that man. out there. But, uh, but, yeah. No, I just believe in the kid, so... Dude, and I think we all do too. Like we saw it yep. in that Philly game, man. He was making big time throws yep. on that last drive. He was making all the right plays, and then that fucking Cody Parkey bum, man, just had to ruin everything. Ruined my whole life, to I be know. fair. My my immediate thoughts after that kick, after he missed it, I was so pissed because I knew they weren't going to be talking about Mitch's drive. They're going to be talking about that missed kick. Yep. You yep. Know? And obviously, fast fast forward now, not no one talked about that. No, no. The, the throws, no. the you know, the comeback, and just do what he did in, in like thirty. 40 seconds was, was special, man. So. In fact, in fact, people still talk about how he isn't clutch. And, yeah. I, and and they refuse to acknowledge the fact that he had the best drive of the season on the most important drive of the season last year. Yep. One of my, my buddies had a tweet. I think it was yesterday. I can't pull it up. But, um, and Mitch, is, he has, he's had about four. Um, he hasn't played a lot, of, a lot of games in the NFL. Right. Yeah. In his four, in his four he has, I think he's had four um, potential game-winning drives. Um, in his career, in the fourth quarter, and he's gotten his team in field goal position every single time. Damn! But each time, each, his kicker has missed the kick. Shut oh, up! Dude. You're kidding! I think, I think we went one for four. Me, I think it was one for four. Maybe one for. Let me pull. Yeah, yeah I can't. I'm, I'm trying to pull it up, but anyways, 25 percent of the time, the, the kicker makes the kick. Yeah, um, it's nuts. You know, my math is adding up, but it's just it's so wild because we have a, we had a kicker. Say we had Robbie Gold. We had somebody who is reliable. Mitch would be talked about in a different sense, especially with that Philly game mm-hmm. um, on national TV. But it's all right; it's okay. Where he's gonna, he's gonna have a great year. So. We like underdogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hate, I hate all the shit he gets, man. Because he's so talented. But anyways, what was your question about Mitch, or what were, where are we gonna go with? Well, I was just gonna ask a realistic expectation for Mitch this year. Uh, like a few months ago, I tweeted you. Uh, you didn't get back to me. You liked my tweet. It's cool, though. I understand. Crazy guy. But I was like, I was like, do you think it's realistic to expect Allen Robinson to get 1,400 yards and 14 TDs this year with Mitch? Because second year in the yeah. offense, man, he's not he's not banged up right now. Like I don't know. He's got a whole offseason to get healthy. I think Mitch could throw for 4,200 and 40 touchdowns, maybe like 15 picks. And I said 4,500. Yeah, that's my expectation yeah. for this year. Go up a thousand. Second yeah, year in the offense too. I mean, he has time to learn all this, so. Yeah, I don't know. I just wanted your take on uh, realistic expectations for Mitch and Allen Robinson specifically, because Allen Robinson pumps my ass up, dude. Awesome. So, real quick, I need every single one of you to DM me. Like, if you're on Twitter, DM me and just, like, say something and tell me your name so I know who's on this, so I can put a face to the podcast. Okay, right, cool, I, cool. I get a lot of shit, so I'll, I'll respond to every single tweet. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, we're so, giving right. you shit. We're giving you shit. No, I know. <laughs> so, let's go ahead. So, Mitch and A-Rob. So, we'll start with Mitch real realistic expectations for me um, is this kid has he has all the tools that, that's not the question he has the arm strength he has he is accurate um, you know even though the media says he's not he is extremely accurate he just has those those throws you're like what the fuck you know but that comes with um, experience in my opinion he has very limited snaps in college uh, as far as starter snaps and then the NFL is even less um, so in the second year 
in the same offense, he doesn't have to worry about the plays or, hey, what, what's his play again or, or Allen's running what. He knows that. Yeah. So he's going to focus on the defense and he's going to be able to, you know, he's going to be able to, um, you know, go to the line and just know what the defense is going to throw at him and he's going to know where to go with the ball. You know, he's yeah. going to go to Cohen's and drop it off their foot and, you know, or I'm going to hit A-Rob on, you know, a deep ball here. So it's, it's, it's going to be, it, it's all about his confidence. If he's confident, if he has the confidence, um, He's gonna be. He's gonna ball out. Um, yeah. he's gonna, if he's playing frigid or he's playing not to make mistakes, then the NFL is gonna make QBs pay. Yep. Um, you know, you can't play afraid in this league, and I really don't think Mitch is gonna do that. I think he's really excited. He, um, like I said, he is confident and clutch, especially when you know everything is on his shoulders. He he delivers. Um, so I think stat line wise, I think just realistic. I think forty two hundred yards um, is what I want to see. Hell yeah. Um, and then touchdowns, I want 32 touchdowns. I want him to break that, the Bears you know, record for sure. I want 32 touchdowns. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to see his picks, I, I want to see more than 13 or 14. I think that once he gets past that, it's just a little too high for me. Yeah. Any mistakes um, that can cost games. I'd love to see him in the t- you know, 10 and under, obviously. Um, but yeah. I think 13 to 14 is more realistic. And then Allen Robinson. The offense is, that Matt Nagy runs is everyone's going to get the ball. Um, but Allen Robinson is going to get the most reps or oh, the yeah. most, um, you know, targets. Called, th- targets uh, from Mitch. And if you look at the pre, or you look at the pre, not the pre, the training camp, who is his favorite target? Allen Robinson. Allen mm-hmm. Robinson is fluid. He's coming off, you know, a great, a pretty good season last year. Um, he's healthy. Um, he's got his ACL tear is about two years gone. Um, so he's, he's feeling better. Um, I think he's going to have at least a thousand yards. I think oh, he's yeah. going to be yeah. a main target, um, and he'll be a top top five, top seven uh, wide receiving league, especially if Mitch Ooh, can, wow. you know. Ooh, yeah, I'm serious. If Mitch can ball out and get, you know, Allen Robinson the ball, that connection's already there. If they can just, you know, translate that to the, to the you know, regular season, yep. the fucking league's in trouble, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Then you have to worry about yep. Anthony Miller. You yeah. have Trey Burton, who actually I'm really high on. I know the tight end position is very um, eh, sporadic and people are worried about it with Adam Shaheen's health and everything. But right. I think this Bears offense is so deadly because they can beat you in so many ways. They have Taylor Gabriel, who's fast as shit. Tariq Cohen, who may be faster, I don't know. And he's a running back. And they have David Montgomery, because Mitch didn't have a running game last year. Yeah. Um, so with having all of, you know, one of three of the best, you know, a great back, uh, great back to uh, help Mitch and take that pressure off him and utilize play action this year, finally. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, we'll see. If they put it all together, this it's going to be, it's going to be really fun to watch. So, Speaking on that connection you had uh, with Mitch and Allen Robinson, I mean, we saw that in the playoff game. What Allen had, what, 110-plus in the touchdown? That's yeah. what we need out of them. I mean, he, if he can keep excelling at that rate, that's what we yeah. need. And Allen was banged up last year. Yeah. yeah. I know it wasn't as serious as, you know, it, it wasn't that serious, but Chicago, you know, doesn't want to, when it comes to injuries, especially with the, uh, uh, Matt Nagy and company, they really want to make sure that, that the player is healthy uh, before they hit the field. So, uh, yeah. But he didn't play two games last year. you know. Mm-hmm. So that, And one of the biggest things, um, I'm going to ramble here real quick, Go ahead, man. that not a lot of people talk about is Mitch, before he went to the playoffs, you know, he had that shoulder injury against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, I truly believe he wasn't 100% healthy. Um, he rushed, They rushed him back uh, after two games. I mean, not rushed him back, but they brought him back in. He probably could have missed the at least three or four games, in my opinion, because yeah. um, they weren't they weren't giving the details. But I'm, I know it was it was pretty serious, and it was his throwing shoulder. Yeah. So for him to come back against the LA Rams 
and get, you know, I was at that game. It was horrible. He looked horrible. Yeah. Um, his yeah. throwing motion looked weird. He wasn't fluid. It was stiff. And then I think they played Green Bay to clinch the division, and then they played Minnesota. And if you look at those games, he played well enough to win, but he wasn't himself. He wasn't running around. He's still a little timid. And you get to the playoff game, um, in the playoffs, everything's raised. You know, defense, even the defense that it, I think Philly had a, their front line's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Secondary yeah. Pretty, pretty shitty, but everything's raised in the playoffs. You know, that it's every throw counts, every run, every yard. Um, so everyone plays better and everyone's game's elevated. Mitch, I still think he wasn't 100% healthy. It's not an excuse, but I think it's not talked about enough that that shoulder, you know, who knows how yeah. he really felt, you know, going into that game. So, um, but that's that's just something I wanted, you know, to get a on. So, yeah, love it. It's a really good point. Also, how about, like, uh, in terms of offseason moves, what do you think is the most impactful offseason move in terms of draft, who we got, you know? Yeah, so. I think one of the, obviously David Montgomery. I of think course. him. I really like Mike Davis. Uh, I love Haha Clinton Dicks. I love the chemistry between him and Eddie Jackson from Al- from you know being teammates in college at Alabama. So to be honest, I'm going to say David Montgomery. I think just having Mitch, having a, a reliable three down back. I love Tariq Cohen, but he's smaller. Um, yeah. Now you don't have to rely on him because now you can. His lifespan in the, running back's uh, lifespan in the NFL is already really short, mm-hmm. and Tariq Cohen, Tariq Cohen, his body built. He can't take that many hits. So to take those snaps off or take, you know, some snaps away from him and not rely on him so heavily and have David Montgomery, who is built for this, who is shifty and he can, you know, he can hit. Um, I think he he is the biggest um, key for this offense because Mitch is going to have someone to give the ball and, hey, go give me five, six yards. You know, yeah. or let me, it's the fourth quarter, we're up by 14, we're up by 10, let's milk this clock. You know, yep. so I think, and then play, factor in play action. Um, which I think is going to be huge because quarterback Jared Goff, you know, he had Todd Gurley. So that play action that they run is so deadly because yeah. the defense thinks he's getting the ball, and guess what? Jared Goff can just fling it. So I think and Mitch having that is, is special. So. Yeah, and they can run that They can run that play action set over and over and over again and continue to fool defenses. And that's the type exactly. of thing that if we had that type of, you know, setup, then, geez, Mitch, Mitch's ceiling's through the roof. David Montgomery's ceiling's through the roof. Yep. I also wanted to uh, point out uh, Cordell Patterson, big big oh time ad. So yeah, real quick on these two guys, real quick on these two guys, I mean, including these guys or anybody else, the biggest acquisition of the off season. Uh, excluding excluding Montgomery. No, not exclude, not excluding him. I mean, then just I'll, I'll go Montgomery then. I'll just guys Montgomery coming then. in in any way, like biggest acquisition. Yeah. I mean, Montgomery, I think that, you know, like, we've, we've been talking about him plenty. You know, he's going to be an a immediate impact type of player. And, you know, there's every sign point to that. And, uh, yeah, so I'm definitely going Montgomery. But not to, I mean, geez, like I said, I love Cordero Patterson. I think that that's a huge, huge add because yep. and that's just another, like, sneaky tool in Nagy's offense, you know. There's and he somebody, can somebody crazy. That, Yeah, he can, he can run the ball. He can catch. He's a special team specialist, you know. I, I think that he's going to be somebody that is just going to be, you know, uh, a Swiss Army knife in a way. Couldn't agree more. Perfect. Absolutely, Matt Nagy is going to love that. Yeah, so, and then special teams. I think we have it wasn't that great last year, and to have him in that, I'm pretty sure he's going to be a return man. He's he's dangerous. He's not Devin Hester, but he's he's pretty fun good. So real yeah. dangerous and real big too. That dude's a monster. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I just I'm getting hyped up thinking about it because they have so many. I haven't seen an offense, a Bears offense that has this many weapons. 
Never. You know, I loved I loved Cutler. I love what you have. You know, Brandon Marshall, Jeffrey. But it doesn't. This team's just built so well all around. It, it's just. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be really fun. Mm-hmm. You know? Speaking of Cutler, uh, Cutler's going to be in the building week one, baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> he, better, he better get a standing ovation. Like, I know I, I hated him. I hated him for, you know, for sitting out that yeah. championship game. But I was like, what, 18? I don't even know how old I was. But I was younger. I was pissed. But anyway, <laughs> he, what he did for the for, for the Bears and when he first came to town, you know, he gave a lot of, you know, he gave the city hope. And he, he played through injury and he was just a tough guy. Yeah. Um, I love Jay. And I hope he gets a, a standing O. Um, when he gets there, so he better give us a beer chug. Oh, I want to see a beer chug. Oh my god! It would just give like a classic Jay look right at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tweeted this. I don't know, maybe a month ago, but I think the only thing I need, man, I need Mitch just to like run it in and just hit, you know, hit the like Packer sign with like a discount double check. Or oh. Yeah. oh. Save it up by like thirty-five and just. Just do it, man. I, don't, yeah. I know it's going to be frowned upon, but I need that gift. Inject it in my vein, bro. David, uh, you, know, you know what pissed me off a lot about last year was the Aaron Rodgers commercial that ran over and over again of him in our field, on our turf. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And so, yeah, I, I couldn't uh, agree more. I don't know if you guys seen it, but fun fact, when I was playing, I actually remixed it, uh, posted on Twitter, and Bose reached out to me and sent me three free headphones that Aaron has. No uh, shit. Uh, yeah, if you go back, you find it. But yeah, wow. I, I made a video. And I, I'll send it to you guys. But I remixed it, and it's you know when he throws the ball and stuff. I like I remixed it to where like uh, Eddie Jackson picked it off. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, Erlacher picked them off because it didn't have like Eddie's pick happen quite yet. But yeah. I was just messing around and. It, it was pretty funny. So awesome. I, I hated that fucking commercial. So I was like, I'm gonna do something about it. So. <laughs> I love that it. Pissed me off. I, that pissed me off, man. It made me so bad when it was when it would like um, come on during Bears games, like Bears Packers. I'm like, why am I seeing this? Yeah, like, yeah. No, how? And I don't know if I don't know if he was actually in Soldier Field because it really did look like he actually was in Soldier Field. But if, uh, if it I was, think so yeah. Okay, because so. in my no, head. I was thinking, like, there's no way that we okayed no, that. If they no like way. him, man, if they like him, we need to fire whoever the fuck likes a lot. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. Like, somebody has to lose a job, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, let's end off with this, man. I want your Bears record prediction over 16, and then I want a Super Bowl prediction, and we'll end off with that, man. What do you think? Uh, that sounds good. So, um, the Bears uh, record, it's a tricky situation because the, their, uh, their division is so tough. Uh, I, I know I give Green Bay hell, Minnesota, you know, we hate them, but this this division's so talented. Minnesota's scary. Like, yeah. if you want to be honest, if Kurt can actually fucking play in primetime games, he's a really good quarterback. Um, so, and they have a lot of weapons. Cook, um, whoever the running back is, uh, no Cook, and then they have uh, Thielen. They have Thielen. Thielen so, good, I mean, man. They're very talented as well. And then Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers is a Bears killer. Yeah. You know, and he's, he's probably one of the best quarterbacks ever so and then we have you know the Detroit Lions we give them hell they're you know but they're actually a pretty formidable team Matt is a really good quarterback so to give my prediction I think it's going to be tougher this year I don't think we're going to hit 12 and 4 I think we're going to hit um, 11 and 5 that will win the division I think 10's wins whoever gets 10 wins first wins the division yeah. uh, but I think the Bears will finish 11 and 5 um, and then uh, as far as the the Super Bowl prediction man I, I predicted uh, Browns and Bears um, but that was just me kind of, you know, messing around. But if you want my honest opinion, man, I think we're just, I think we're just a year away from ma- making the Super Bowl. I think we're going to go deep. I think we're going to go to the NFC Championship game. But I think the NFC is one of the toughest. It's the toughest conference, you know, uh, of the two. 
So I think it's got a lot of things going to have to go our way. We can definitely make the Super Bowl, but I think we're going to be more um, primed to make it next season um, with Mitch having just more and more confidence. So he has a breakout year. I think that his fourth year is when we can really make make that leap. But I I can see it happening. But I'm going to say we're going to you know bow out at the NFC Championship game. But it's going to be a fun year. So what about you guys? Shit, man! I was hoping. I, I was thinking eleven and five too, but I, we're going to the Super Bowl, baby. And I'm not just saying this. <laughs> and I'm not just saying this because I got my colleague to my left, who's a Chiefs fan. The Chiefs are just so talented, dude. That's gonna. And yeah, dude. I don't know. Chiefs, Bears, Super Bowl, and I, I'm. I'm just gonna say the Bears are gonna win it. It'll be uh Forty-two to a fifty Bears. <laughs> wow. The defense is gonna give. Like, oh yeah, best offense. In yeah, the league. best, yeah, best offense of all time. Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, Chiefs. Bears, Chiefs. Jeez, Mahomes versus Trubisky. Yeah, It'll be the goat versus some guy named Mitch. Oh, oh who look is at this, this guy. guy. Oh man. <laughs> I, I dude, I already have a tweet like ready. If, if the Bears play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl and Mitch wins. I'm just gonna probably I'll probably tweet like Super Bowl losses, Mitch zero, Mahomes one. Or <laughs> <laughs> I can even do wins or something like that, but man, I love uh, it. that would be so epic. So I love it. But, I already uh, stirred the you, pot. Thank you guys for having me. Having me. Yeah, man. Thanks uh, for coming uh, on, Dave. We'll have, we'll have to do it again. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. This was awesome. Catch up after the Bears get a couple games in, you know. Fucking man, dude. dude that, that was, was awesome. That was electric and fucking great interview. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that was. I was awesome. just sitting here. I was like, wow, this dude's fucking great. <laughs> Very knowledgeable. I, yeah. I like David a lot, dude. I, we can't thank him enough for coming on. He killed it. Pelly was doing really well too. Pelly was coming in with the questions, man. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. That was a good time. Uh, if you want to follow David on Twitter, hit him up at Views by David and follow at Six Point Radio on Twitter. Uh, he's always dropping Bears content, man. He's a cool dude, and he knows what he's talking about. So throw him a follow, and uh, yeah, that'll do it for us for this episode. Uh, we got our uh, real fantasy draft tonight, so wish us all luck on that. And uh, yeah, we are out of here. here.